going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the All In Man Cave podcast. If you do not know, I am your host, Cole Haight. Got a lot of sports stuff to talk about today. We're going to talk a little bit about the NFL, talk a little bit about basketball, the NBA. We'll talk a little bit about what's going on with some some polarizing players in some of these sports. Uh, and, and it's just it's big headline news. So it's basically a headline show. Um, if you did not w- listen to the last episode of the All In Man Cave podcast, it is in the feed. Uh, the MLB podcast, the baseball podcast uh, with my buddies Tyler and Tim. Please go back and listen to that in the feed. Awesome dudes. They are probably losing their minds right now based on what's going on with the MLB. Uh, I guess the the MLBPA, uh, the Players Association, are getting together with the league and the conversations are not going well. So uh, baseball looks like it is going to see definitely a delay in the in spring training, possibly a delay for the season. So there's new things coming out every day. So it's interesting to see what happens or what will happen uh, with the MLB uh, as we approach what would be the start of spring training. But we're going to go over some 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 headline news today. Uh, a lot of rumors, uh, which is one of the little the little quotes I have for this podcast. A lot of rumors in the NFL about big name players uh, and whether or not they were upset where they were at, where they're going to go to if they're possibly traded. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff going on right now. A lot of stuff. So let's hop right in and talk about something we typically don't, or I typically don't talk about on this podcast, and that's the the NBA. Uh, so the NBA this year, uh, it's been a little bit weird. There's a lot of teams coming out of nowhere. Uh, and to be quite honest with you, a lot of people disappointed with with stuff that happened in the All-Star game. I'm not going to get too far into uh, the, what I'm looking at in terms of the NBA. If I place an occasional bet uh, once a week, that is my actual own pick in the NBA. That would be lucky. Uh, so I'm not really... Uh, too into the NBA in terms of the regular season. I tune in when the playoffs start. Similar to a lot of people and how they feel about baseball, uh, watching the first half of the season versus the second half with their extremely long 162 game season. So uh, I want to talk about LeBron James and and to bring up LeBron, uh, this is not going to be a goat goat debate. This is not going to be a Michael Jordan versus LeBron James debate. Uh, I, a little bit of background: I am a LeBron fan. Uh, I would be characterized on the fan side versus the hater side. Uh, not in love with the guy, uh, but he's done a lot for basketball. Uh, appreciate the person that he is, uh, how he competes, how he's great at his sport, and what he does off the court. Um, but some of the stuff that's going on with LeBron right now and the Lakers, uh, the Lakers are not a good team this year. 27-31, and 31, I believe, before the second half starts. I think the second half of the NBA season, or I mean, I guess the second half technically, uh, starts on this coming Thursday. Uh, but LeBron is upset, and so is his camp, um, and upset with the Lakers that they didn't make any moves at the trade deadline. Uh, so, uh, listen, Le- LeBron constructed this team uh, that the Lakers are currently basically playing with on a, a, a game-in, game-out basis. Uh, they've got a lot of older older players, uh, some injury-prone players that, uh, once again, Anthony Davis, uh, the LeBron-Anthony Davis duo was supposed to be able to uh, take over the world in terms of the NBA for, for almost... I don't know. The projections were like a five to seven year window where they had the opportunity to win multiple championships. And Anthony Davis just can't stay on the court. That's basically what it is. He's hurt. He's hurt every season. I don't think he's played a whole season since he got into the NBA. So 
not too surprised there. But LeBron's upset with with the front office of the Lakers because they didn't make any moves. And to be quite honest with you, I don't have to know too much about the about basketball in general, nor do I have to follow it every day uh, to know that the Lakers are basically not making moves or didn't make any moves. Uh, because LeBron chose this fate, and they're going to basically put it on him. And that's basically what he did, or what they did. Uh, he constructed this team. Russell Westbrook, the, the addition of Russell Westbrook has not worked. Uh, Russell has not been been very good uh, in terms of shooting the basketball, in terms of playing without the ball in his hands. Uh, he's just not working, and that team's not meshing. They have a few uh, young pieces that are working. Uh, but LeBron James and the Lakers should have known that this was the type of thing they were going to get themselves into. It's it's a little odd uh, because typically somebody and and not many players are, are able to carry uh, the amount of responsibility uh, and, and are allowed to make the type of calls that LeBron James has basically been making in the NBA uh, since he won his first title. So he constructs these teams. They work. They don't work. This has been the biggest implosion. Uh, after he tried to create multiple teams, uh, super teams in quotation marks, if that's what you want to call it. But uh, he's trying to make moves. Uh, the Lakers basically did not want to make any type of move near the trade deadline. They ended up not doing that. Uh, and, and some of the stuff that he said uh, in the media was was very captivating to me personally, and, and for a lot of more positive reasons than some of some of the people out there talking about it. Uh, he made a statement uh, about he wants to play with his son uh, in the last year that he plays in the NBA. I believe his son right now is a junior in high school. I think he's set to graduate in 2023. So uh, if he's able to go one and done uh, and get into the NBA, you're looking at maybe a two to three year window, depending uh, whether LeBron has any type of impact to when he comes out of college uh, or what the situation is there. But he wants to play with his son on the same team. Uh, and regardless of how, and it's not going to be for the money is what he said. He, it's, he's not playing for money. He wants to play with his son on the court and then he will be good uh, to retire officially. Uh, basically, he didn't say those words exactly, but that's what he was hinting at. Now, he also made multiple comments about uh, it, it always being open that he would want to go back to Cleveland. He's from Cleveland. He got them a, a, a championship. Here's the problem with that. You're, the, the Cleveland Cavaliers right now uh, are set up pretty much for success, and they've basically rebuilt that team after LeBron left it. Uh, they have a lot of young players. Uh, Calvin Sexton, Darius Garland, they went out and picked up. Uh, Jared Allen, a big man who uh, he's been really good for them lately. Uh, they got Karis LeVert, who's another good young player. And, and for them and for the Cavaliers to literally just sit there, watch what LeBron took from them in terms of what what the the actual team lost when LeBron left and how bad they were after he literally le just left and, and jumped ship. For them to do it again with all the positive things uh, that they have right now in terms of young players, and you're going to have to give some of them up to get LeBron back. So I, I don't I don't think it's very lucrative for not only the Cavs to try and get LeBron back or accept him back or, or send multiple of their good players uh, uh, to L.A., to the Lakers, uh, for LeBron James would be a little bit asinine if you're asking me, but as well as LeBron James, and and, and if if LeBron epically fails, they did get the the championship in the bubble uh, in 2020, 
uh, with the Lakers, but th- th- it wasn't a real season. It wasn't a full season, and it was under extenuating circumstances. Uh, but the Lakers did get a championship, but their team right now is on the decline. The moves that he wanted to make to, to, to take this team to the next level, uh, they imploded. And I don't think that if LeBron ends up trying to jump ship, it's going to look good for his for his entire his entire resume in terms of how he's going to leave L.A. And I don't think he's going to want to do that. It's just something that's out there that it's I I obviously think is worth talking about. Uh, but LeBron James it was is a game changing player uh, for this for this the sport of basketball. Uh, you could hate LeBron all you want, but what he's done and what he's achieved. Uh, is extremely, extremely impressive. And not only what he's able to do on the court, uh, but also off the court. He's a a very savvy businessman. Uh, He's very calculated with his responses, whether they be with the media in terms of his press releases or, or even on just on social media. So, it's it's very it's very good to see people making a positive change, not only in the world, but in the sport of basketball and any sport in general. If you're going to sit there and make millions of dollars playing the game you loved playing growing up, which is basically not a job, um, if you love doing it, it's not a job, I feel like. Uh, that's just my personal opinion. Um, but if you're, I would love to play on the PGA Tour right now. Uh, if I had to hit four million golf balls uh, in practice a day to do so and be fully exhausted, still would not be a job because I'm playing a game I love. And I've been playing golf since I was in diapers. So I like... LeBron, I think a lot of the stuff out there right now is is a lot of negativity. I think a lot more people are on the Jordan wagon than they are the LeBron wagon, and you can't be on both. And if you're on one, you're you're, you're anti the other, and that's based on conversations I've had with people face to face and within the media and, and on social media. So I I actually like both players. I think they're extremely different. I think that they're both. Definitely in the conversation for greatest player of all time, um, and that's not what this co- not not what this comment and me bringing up LeBron is about. But typically, there's not a lot of people who who like both players. Uh, usually, you support one or support the other. But we'll see what happens with LeBron. They do have uh, a decent amount of games left. Maybe they can turn it around, uh, and LeBron can get to the playoffs and make some noise. But right now, they're in the ninth seed uh, in the West. Uh, which means they would be in the play-in game, uh, which would be very interesting to see LeBron James either in the play-in game and lose early uh, or not even possibly make it to the playoffs, depending on how the the season goes after they return from the All-Star break. Next, the NFL rumors segment. So there's a lot of rumors going around. There's a lot of stuff being talked about. Uh, Three very polarizing players that I took as the most important in terms of information that's been released. So we're going to start with Tom Brady and, and the Tom Brady stuff ever since he retired, there's been so much out there about, is he actually retired? Is he going to come back? Who would he play for? If he came back, Uh, you got to let him just let him do his thing. Listen, I'm not going to jump to conclusions. If I was a huge fan of Tom Brady, obviously I would love him to come back and play again. Uh, but he just retired, and he played for a, a lot longer than typically most football players play for. So there's a lot of stuff out there. Would he go to the San Francisco 49ers? Would he come back, maybe possibly go back to New England? 
a lot of this stuff is is he said she said and it's a lot it's a lot of rumors but but the biggest rumor is that his relationship with Bruce Arians on the Tampa Bay Bucks is the reason he retired before his quota year of age 45. I think that's a lot of shit, a lot of horse shit honestly. I understand that that Bruce Arians and Tom Brady are two different types of people. Uh Bruce Arians very abrasive, very outgoing and he wants to do things offensively that Tom Brady would disagree with in in a at a general statement. Uh, Bruce Arians just wants to throw the ball deep and deep a lot, uh, which is why Jameis Winston, under his uh, his tutelage, threw thirty interceptions. But the, what you need to focus on here is 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 it's basically like uh, sometimes opposites attract, and I get that. And sometimes if you're too similar of a person and you have too too much of a similarity between your personalities, uh, whether it be with you and your best friend, whether it be you with your with your husband or wife, whether it be you and your employer, either or, sometimes that just grows old over time. So I get that Tom Brady and Bruce Arians never really saw exactly eye to eye. I know they've they've gone through a little bit of uh, of disgruntled. Uh, moments within the two years that Tom Brady was in Tampa Bay, uh, but t- but Bruce Arians' relationship with Tom Brady was not his ultimate decision to retire. Whether it be a good dis- whether it be a-, a good relationship he had with him or not, at the end before his retirement, that was not the reason or the main reason. Like some of the media out there is trying to pr- uh, project, it- it's just not true. There's no way. Uh, he saw a prime opportunity. He started to feel things uh, with all these uh, documentaries about Tom Brady that are out, whether it be ESPN Plus, whether it be any of the E60s, anything. Just listen to Tom Brady talk about football. Just listen to him talk about football. I was, I'm generally on the hater side of Tom Brady. Uh, he won a lot. It's hard to root for somebody who wins a lot when the team you root for is unfortunately not very good. Uh, in being me and the Minnesota Vikings. But listen, I, I respect the man a lot after watching the documentaries, uh, w- watching the, some of the stuff, the man in the arena. It, it was good. It was super good. Uh, just to see the insight of what what is Tom Brady the person? Uh, because I, I could dislike the player, but like the person. And, and that's kind of the way I'm starting to lean after watching man in the arena. I, I, I dislike watching the player, and it's just a personal opinion slash preference. But the pers- the person Tom Brady, I-, I like a lot. The dedication, the hard work, uh, the 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 horse blinders, putting them on and not stopping until you get your final result. I, I like it. I-, I like everything about it. I-, I like the way he moved up. I like the way he he worked every day in and out on football. Put it first and, and did it right. So I-, I enjoyed that part of it. But but the fact that people are out there saying that Bruce Arians. And he, and Arians was also asked this question after the news was leaked, uh, whether it be through Schefter or ESPN or whatever. I can't even remember who leaked it, but he was like, that's absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And I believe him based on watching uh, the way he communicated in the press conference. I think, I think it's just a load of shit. And people are out there trying to create stories when football's not technically live uh, or it's not during a season. It's just a whole lot of media, and it's just made up stuff. So, so please, 
if I'm going to say anything to you guys listening to this podcast in terms of whether you be huge NFL lovers or any other sport, when your season is not currently going on, whether it be hockey, football, baseball, basketball, soccer, doesn't matter. When your season's not going on, take a look at the sources and read read everything that you can uh, about some of these rumors and some of this stuff where it comes from, whether the sources are reputable or not. I just don't believe that Tom Brady just retired because he, he disliked Bruce Arians. I, I don't believe that at all because he would have just tried to go to another team. He grew up a 49ers fan, great fit. He could play for any team with any coach he agreed with if he didn't agree with his current coach. So I don't think he would have retired because of that relationship. Moving on, the Deshaun Watson rumors, and because it affects the my, sorry, the, but also my Minnesota Vikings, uh, Deshaun Watson released uh, a lot of the stuff in terms of his civil trials uh, start is starting to emerge again. Uh, the 22 civil trials that he is going to be uh basically attending uh, I believe I saw uh, something to my phone the other day where he will be able to testify in nine of the 22 I didn't dig too far in as to why only nine or why it is nine I don't know the reason uh, behind it however uh, the Deshaun Watson stuff is starting to kick up again and there's two teams that were leaked as to teams that he would consider and one of them is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the other one is the Minnesota Vikings so um, I did some digging, uh, and while I was doing some digging on this stuff, I-, I got another update to my phone about how Deshaun Watson and his camp uh, basically are saying that that is completely false, uh, and they're focusing on his lawsuit and making sure that his name is cleared before pursuing any football-type moves or activity. So I still dug just because I felt like I needed to, and uh, people were coming out. There was people saying Kirk Cousins and a first-round pick for Deshaun Watson, it's a little bit odd, honestly, especially because it's a very touchy subject based on what he's being accused of. He's being accused of sexual assault, uh, and these these court cases are not criminal. They're civil, uh, so he won't probably face any jail time from this based on my understanding of the law. If that's wrong, feel free to call me out on it. But the the league itself can still, even if he's found not guilty, can still punish him via suspension uh, and other types of things. So uh, spending a lot of draft capital and putting a lot of things that you wouldn't necessarily put up based on what's going on off the field is going to be an issue. Uh, I like Deshaun Watson and what he could be in a Kevin O'Connell run Vikings offense. However, you can't hedge your bet if you don't know if he's going to be suspended. Uh, so say you're a team that's not the Vikings or not the Bucks, and you pursue him with multiple years of first-round picks, and then he ends up getting suspended uh, for a long amount of time. Uh, possibly this case gets reworked, reconfigured, where now he might face potential jail time. You've basically leveraged your near future of your football team, and it'll be wasted when when Deshaun Watson is either A, not playing football for two, three years straight, comes back and doesn't perform well, or B, ends up in a jail cell. So there's a lot of stuff going on, and we'll talk about the Vikings and Kirk Cousins uh, at the end of this podcast, which is my last segment with the Vikings big moves, question mark. Um, But it's just a lot to, to think about, especially in terms of, what is your risk versus your reward in this in this situation? 
Does Deshaun Watson play good enough to make your football team go over the hump? And can he do it without getting suspended? Uh, and, and regardless of whether these things are true or not, it's not two civil cases for sexual assault. It's 22. So it, 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 does, is he the type of player that you want in your locker room? Is he the type of player you want as a captain of your football team? And do you want him as a leader of your football team based on what he's being accused of? Two people uh, is one thing. 22 people is a whole different story. And yes, it's very possible that that all of these women have a vendetta against Deshaun Watson and all of it is make-believe, made up, and say maybe possibly all of this stuff is just because he didn't want to go out with them or something. Some crazy story that might explain 22 women lying to a, to a judge. But that's very hard to believe. I find it very hard to believe that 22 of these women, uh, especially since they don't all know each other, they're from different locations in in Texas and and other states as well. I I find it very hard to believe that they're all lying. And I don't want to put my football team or the captain of my football team or make him a captain or a leader if that's the way he's going to act off the field. You should not ever have to worry about your quarterback with in terms of anything but winning football games if you have to worry about the leader of your football team and how he's going to act off the field he should not be a leader of your football team that's basically it and the stuff he's being accused of is absolutely insane and and a lot of this stuff i'm not gonna i'm not gonna come out and and just just try and crucify the man but it's really hard to not when you hear some of the things that he's accused of I'm keeping a let the 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 system do its thing Uh, let let the 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 law figure it out whether he's guilty not guilty Uh, that all needs to play out before you can leverage any type of of draft capital any amount of money uh, or pursue him as a leader of your football team before we find out what is going on with these these court cases. So uh, as much as I love to see the Minnesota Vikings in the news in terms of picking up a large free agent quarterback or a a polarizing player like Deshaun Watson who can who could positively impact my football team and our offense, I don't think I'm ready to pull any type of trigger until we have more answers on what's going on with him and whether these court cases are legit or not. And that's just basically how I feel about it. Until we get answers, I don't make decisions. So that that's basically it. And finally, our favorite person to talk about because he was on the Pat McAfee show yesterday. Today's Wednesday, right? Today is Wednesday. So he was on the Pat McAfee show yesterday. Uh, I listened to his interview on the McAfee show, then re-listened to it this morning uh, just so I caught everything that I could catch. So Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, it's, it's, he is a whirlwind, let me tell you. I am not the biggest fan of Aaron Rodgers, not only because he's a Green Bay Packer uh, and he destroys my football team twice a year uh, for the past, what, 16 years, but I don't like him as a person either, and that's just my choice. I'm not speaking for everyone, uh, but I think he's highly calculated, and I think the way he acts on the field and off the field is a little bit condescending, and that's the best word I can use to describe it. But Aaron Rodgers and what he plans to do 
Uh, he came on the Pat McAfee show, like I said yesterday, did not reveal any type of answer, whether he's going to return to the Packers, whether he's going to seek a trade to another football team, or if he's going to retire. Uh, but what's going around the entire, it, it's, the internet, it's breaking, basically breaking the bit. Sorry, basically breaking the internet right now uh, is his Instagram post, and and I don't have to read it verbatim, uh, but basically uh, it appears as if he had a reflection moment and was thanking a lot of people, saying how much he appreciated a lot of people, whether that be Shailene Woodley, uh, his former ex-fiance, uh, very unclear whether or not they're still dating or just called off the wedding, uh, definitely uh, something to, to keep an eye on uh, since we don't have an answer to that question. Um, but he said that how much he appreciated some of his Packer teammates, his Packer coaches, and basically tried to spread positive vibes throughout the internet. So here's the thing, and this might be a judgment, this might be a generalization, but typically when you self-reflect, there's going to be a big change in your life. It's happened to me multiple times in my personal life uh, better yet, and and in every and different aspects of my personal life. So if I'm gonna experience a large, a big change, whether it be a, a brand new job, whether it be a, a huge purchase, whether uh, you buy a house for the first time, typically you start to reflect, you start to think about all the things that happened with your previous house or your previous relationship or your previous job, and and, and you basically say your goodbyes and you you tell everyone that has experienced that has experienced that part of your life with you how much they've influenced it and how much you appreciate them. It's happened to me multiple times. So that's basically what I'm getting from this. Now, most people would disagree with me and think that Aaron Rodgers is going to stay. He mentions multiple times in multiple interviews about having good conversations after the season with Packers front office staff, whether that be Mark Murphy, whether that be Gutenkunst, whether that be with Matt LaFleur. It's, it's a lot, and and trying to predict what Aaron Rodgers is going to do next is nearly impossible uh, because he does keep you on your toes, and he's smart. He's very smart. He, he's, a, he's a savvy guy, uh, similar to LeBron James, where his, his answers are calculated. He always, he's always one step ahead of you in terms of what he releases to social media, what he talks about. He mentions about how Devontae Adams is a very, a very big, uh, great player out there that could face the franchise tag. Uh, we'll talk about the franchise tag in a minute and all the players that may get that, but he he's pushing. He he's pushing. He wants to see what the reaction is, and I think he's gonna wait to see what happens between the Packers and Devontae Adams in terms of will they sign him to a long term deal? Will he be franchise tagged or will they? unlikely but could possibly just let him seek free agency and see what he can get in free agency so uh, there's no doubt in my mind Devonte adams wants top top dollar uh because he is a, a top two wide receiver in the league right now him and cooper cup based on last season based on the amount of catches targets yards and touchdowns they're the the best two receivers in the league right now, and then and the the highest paid receiver in the league right now, I believe, is DeAndre Hopkins at twenty seven and a half million a year. Uh, so he's going to want twenty eight million a year. 
Uh, he's not going to want to get franchise tagged. He's going to be pissed if he gets franchise tagged. So a lot of stuff to keep in mind. Uh, I've been seeing stuff on the internet that Aaron Rodgers admitted that his answer would be in within the next 10 days. Unsure of when he said that and where he said that because I can't find that interview uh, or press conference or him speaking on that specifically. But if that's the case and it was relative, it should be relatively soon. So we'll see what happens with Rodgers. I would want nothing more than to have Rodgers go to the AFC. Uh, that would be awesome for not only me uh, as a Vikings fan, but also for everyone else in the NFC, uh, because then all of the great quarterbacks would basically be in the AFC. Uh, and the NFC has had some 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 quarterbacks either take a decline uh, in terms of their production, or they've jumped ship or retired. So it'd be it'll be very interesting to see what happens it's a hard for me to actually sit here and admit that I can see Aaron Rodgers playing for another team the only other team I can see him playing for uh actually two teams to be quite honest with you both of them are in the AFC uh he's talked a lot about his respect for Mike Tomlin so I can definitely see him going to Pittsburgh uh but Nathaniel Hackett his former offensive coordinator uh the respect that he has for Nathaniel Hackett and how he's talked about how amazing his wife is, uh, which proves how close they close of a relationship they had. Uh, that Rogers spent multiple nights, uh, days hanging out with Nathaniel Hackett and his wife. Uh, pretty impressive. So he could he's Nathaniel Hackett just got hired as the as the head coach for the Denver Broncos. So we'll see. I think the Broncos and the Steelers are the only two places that I think Aaron Rodgers would play for or where he would go specifically. Uh, so we'll see what happens with Rodgers. But I, like I always try and say, I tried not to talk about Aaron Rodgers for a while, but his media coverage and the fact of the drama that surrounds him on a regular basis is too juicy not to talk about, honestly. Uh, but if you had to ask, if you had to ask me right now, where is Aaron Rodgers playing? Uh, this coming season, I would say that in Green Bay with the Packers. All right, I mentioned it before. The franchise tag is opened up uh, for players to be franchise tagged. I believe the deadline uh, is March 8th. So if players are going to get franchise tagged, it needs to be done by March 8th. Uh, today is the 23rd, uh, so just over two weeks, I believe. Yes, just over two weeks uh, for uh Teams to franchise tag these players or sign them to long-term contracts. There is a lot of players out there uh, that are very good players. Uh, but what I took from these players that could be possibly franchise tagged is there's a lot of players that are huge fantasy football impact players. Devontae Adams, Mike Williams. You've got Mike Kosicki. You've got Dalton Schultz. A lot of these players that are, that are players that people pick up uh, to make their fantasy football teams a lot better. Uh, and what, who you can trust for for stats to, to get you fantasy football wins for your team. A lot of those players are the players that are on this list. A lot of defensive players as well. Uh, but we'll, we'll, we have got plenty of time to talk about that uh, in the next coming weeks on the podcast. I know today's Wednesday. Typically, I would come out with a pod on Tuesday. Um, I apologize for the 24-hour delay. Uh, but I had some stuff I had to get done yesterday. So we will have another podcast coming out this Friday. Uh, and we'll talk about some of these players that uh, may be on the move, may not be on the move, some of the coaching moves uh, that affect the way that this is going to go, maybe talk some drafts. So we got some stuff to talk about then in the next coming weeks. Uh, but the list for, for, for franchise tagged players uh, that could possibly be tagged this year uh, is relatively longer than, than normal. 
to be honest. Usually it's 10 to 15 guys that you can see uh, being either top five, top 10 at their position. And, and and the teams either are in salary cap hell and can't extend them and give them long-term deals right now, or they literally just want to lock them up so that they can maybe see, uh, give them one more year to see if the production continues. Uh, and then we'll have the opportunity to see it, uh, or I guess they would have the opportunity to see it so they can decide whether or not they actually want to give a long-term deal. And lastly, the Minnesota Vikings. So the the Vikings have basically overhauled their entire team. Uh, their defensive scheme changed with their new defensive coordinator. They're going to see a lot of defensive turnover, offensive turnover in terms of them being $12 million over the cap this year. So there's a lot of moving pieces. Just wanted to fill you guys in on some of the some of the stuff going on. Uh, Kevin O'Connell last last week on Thursday was introduced as the new head coach of the Vikings, former Rams offensive coordinator in the Super Bowl, uh, new defensive coordinator Ed Donatell, uh, former Broncos defensive coordinator for Rick Fangio, or sorry for Vic Fangio. Uh, the assistant head coach, Mike Patton, a senior def- defensive assistant, I believe for the Chicago Bears, but spent a lot of time in, in Green Bay as well. Uh, so he's going to be the assistant head coach. Uh, offensive coordinator is the tight former tight ends coach and passing coordinator from the Rams in the Super Bowl uh, that worked very closely with Kevin O'Connell. And special teams coordinator, Matt Daniels, uh, former Cowboys assistant uh, special teams coordinator uh, also worked a little bit with Kevin O'Connell and has been linked to him as well. A uh, lot, a lot of new, and, th- and that's not all of the moves. That's just the big ones. Uh, but this coaching staff looks completely different. I have not seen uh, a coaching staff turnover like this as a Vikings fan in a very long time. And don't get me wrong, I like to dig into stats when I was 12, but I didn't dig into to Viking stats and moves and stuff like that to the same capacity when I was 12 is that or how I do now. So it's very interesting to see. There's going to be a lot of moving pieces with Minnesota. Players are going to get let go. Players are going to get traded. Um, but the major topic right now, and I don't know why every single day Vikings Twitter has to go off, uh, but the Kirk Cousins trade rumors and who he's going to go to, what they're expecting, what he wants in terms of money is so annoying uh, to, to see every single day on Twitter. Literally stopped going on Twitter for four straight days previous to today because I was sick of seeing uh, the stupid memes uh, of Kirk Cousins being traded to the Panthers for two first-round picks and the picture on the meme is Sam Bradford. Uh, I don't even want to think about the Sam Bradford trade and what we gave up for him and how he played. But Kirk Cousins, to be or not to be, that is the question. And you guys, and we've talked about it multiple times. As a Vikings fan, I can see it from both sides. If you asked me, do I want Kirk Cousins on my football team? The answer is no. It, generally, uh, he can't win big games. He's proven that. Does he? Should he get an opportunity uh, to play for a, an offensive-minded coach in a good offensive scheme? Absolutely. So I can see it from both sides. I have pros and cons from life with Kirk Cousins versus life without Kirk Cousins. But at the end of the day, he his cap hits $45 million. Whether we're going to get teams to take some of that, and there's not really a backup right now. I don't know if Kellen Mond, our backup quarterback, can play football. I didn't see him in any regular season games except for maybe, what, five snaps against the Bears. 
So, I listen, I don't know if he can play football. Mike Zimmer thought he couldn't, but Mike Zimmer was also an old, grudgy defensive guy who ran a safe offense. Let's see what Kirk Cousins can do in Minnesota and not just completely give up on this season because Kevin O'Connell and some of the the staff members that he's brought on since he was announced as head coach with our new GM as well. The whole face of this football team is the front office, the coaching staff is completely different. Let's keep who we can keep, get under the salary cap, maybe add a few pieces and see if we can make a run at this with Kirk Cousins. And there's not many options out there that are an upgrade from Kirk Cousins. Do I want Carson Wentz? Versus Kirk Cousins, probably not, to be honest with you. Do I want Jimmy Garoppolo? He can win big games, but it's basically Kirk Cousins. And I think Kirk is better in play action than Jimmy is. So if I'm being honest with myself, even being a bit of a Kirk Cousins hater, can we? should we restructure his contract and give him 40 more million a year for two years? Absolutely not. But he's under contract. So you don't have to touch it. Just let it sit there. Let's play the game. Let's play the season. Let's pick up some pieces. Let's let this offense, this new team kind of gel and see what we have. Maybe Kirk's going to be a lot better, which means you can give him give him an extension if we win 12 games, get to the NFC Championship game in 2022. But if Kirk Cousins doesn't play well with this awesome coaching staff and he, and he performs not to the standard that they think he could – get get them deep into the playoffs or possibly get to a Super Bowl, you know exactly what you're doing with them the, after the next season. You're getting rid of them, and you're, you're drafting someone, or you're getting somebody in free agency, big splash. You just With Kirk Cousins' potential and the fact that he's able to put up decent stat lines, with the offense and the way the Rams ran offense and the way they were able to the, – the way they were able to basically take Matt Stafford – form that team and run an effective offense like that and make Cooper Cup as good as he was, make Cam Akers as good as he was, and use Odell Beckham Jr. the way you're supposed to use Odell Beckham Jr. in a football game. Sorry, Browns. But I want to see what that looks like. I want to see what Kirk Cousins looks like. I want to see what he actually looks like with a Kevin O'Connell team. And we're going to see it, especially, and we're going to keep an eye on these these players that are just – these players that are just either going to be on this team next year or not, and there's a lot of them to go through, so that's for another podcast. But I'm excited. I'm excited for the pieces. I'm excited for the co- the new coaches. I'm excited for the new GM. I'm excited again as a Vikings fan, and I haven't said that in a few years. So let's see what we got. All right, guys, that'll end this podcast, relatively shorter podcast this time. Just remember to add the All In Man Cave podcast on Twitter, at All In Man Cave Pod. Remember, add me on Facebook, any feedback, anything you have in terms of what you want uh, from me, from the podcast. I want to grow it as big as it can become, uh, and I want you guys to be entertained with my voice. So anything you want me to talk about, please shoot me a direct message on either Twitter or Facebook. Remember, you can find the podcast on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, amongst many other platforms that you can find podcasts. And I will be back Friday. We're going to do a cool show. Uh, we'll do some some recap stuff. We'll do some some either potential draft stuff, some potential free agents, uh, and just talk about what's going on. So uh, please tune in. If you missed any episodes in the feed, check them wherever you listen to podcasts. And until next time, like I always say, 